Welcome to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? I'm just grateful that I don't have a pimple situation that's bad enough for me to <laughs> A, have my head explode and B, call off all of my obligations. And having like a teacher of all people comment on my skin, <laughs> that's the that's the worst. If there's any teacher in the galaxy that will comment on your skin, it's Gossip Queen Fiend. Ugh, the he's, worst. He's truly. putting that into his Mean Girls burn book that's for sure yeah definitely definitely thank uh we we're standing ourselves for clear skin because neither of us have any bad breakouts yeah yeah i'm just grateful so um before we get too into it this episode was released in 1994 as we discussed i'm just feel really bad for miss judy because um proactive wasn't released until october 1995 yeah, any anybody with acne, and not only that, but like there wasn't YouTube, there wasn't like this kind of no. online like presence that you could like no. forums and websites that you could go on to watch how people cleared up their bad skin. There wasn't like the skincare regimen that a lot of us have no, today. No, this is what you would do: you would go to like the little like Dwayne Reed around the corner or a uh, Genevieve. Do you remember Genevieve? I have no idea what that is. No, it's it's like a CVS or a Walgreens. Oh, okay, so it's a drugstore. Yeah, but it was like it's now out of business. You would go, you would pick up your like Cosmopolitan magazine, and like hope that they have an article about how to clear up bad skin, and that's mm-hmm. that's how you would try to figure that one out. No kidding. See, I was very lucky in that most of my young life and including like adolescence into my teenage years I really didn't have any skin issues in fact like I just used like regular shower soap on my face and I never really paid attention to like washing my face with anything Mm -hmm. intended for you know facial moisturizing nothing like that Mm -hmm. and then when I became a teenager like 15 16 probably I got really bad uh zits on my chin always always it was Mm. on my chin that's a hormonal Um, thing yeah, and nowadays, like, I could wear a mask and who cares, but um, I always got them on my chin and I like, got them on my forehead, too, Um, but I had bangs for a while, so that was fine well, with okay. that. No, because the bangs were causing the acne. The only oh, time... Oh, that's a thing? No, the only time I ever had issues with my skin was when I had bangs, and it's because... Like, I know you say that your hair is not greasy, but, like, the grease from your hair and, like, fidgeting with your bangs is what causes acne. So if you have bangs and acne on your forehead, then that's what the contributor is. Like, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. As soon as I grew out my bangs, I stopped having acne issues on my forehead. I mean, I wouldn't say – I don't know – like the difference between a few zits and like acne is but I would never I was lucky enough to say that like I never experienced true acne in the way some people struggle with it I had a friend growing up who she went on birth control just to clear up her acne because that was something Mm. like the doctor had recommended and it it did help a lot um but now kids nowadays teenagers nowadays are lucky enough to have resources like youtube and plenty of gurus out there to walk them through like oh do you have oily skin do you have dry skin like who knew that those were even types of things back in the day Uh, yeah i definitely learned that later in life than i probably should have 
Yeah, exactly. And so now I have like a skincare regimen, which isn't exactly like crazy or anything, but mm-hmm. I've found that it does help with like certain items that I struggle with. Yeah. Um, so poor Judy did not have that and just got made fun of. I feel like she's the girl that like people would call like pizza face and like mean <gasps> names like that. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I've, I've um, heard of the the name pizza face but there was no pizza face like nobody called anybody pizza face in my junior high school as far as I'm concerned yeah if they did it I mean it wasn't around me I I mean I never heard anybody say it but but just like not anybody else either that's a yeah really that's a mean one it's rude it's something that people first of all it's not something they can exactly hide if it's all over their face Mm -hmm. and they're obviously struggling with it it's not something anybody wants Wants, to have to deal with and a lot of time it's it is like you said it's hormonal or there are other reasons Mm -hmm. it's happening luckily we also now have pimple patches which I've grown to love Mm -hmm. um which are fantastic but people would just pick their zits back in the day which apparently is very bad yeah (laughs) it's very bad um so we have like a special announcement Jess yes so earlier this week because this is obviously we're recording this prior to it coming out but on Monday we released a special podcast it was like very short maybe like 10-15 minutes announcing something that we're starting um the beginning of 2021 and we're really excited for it so we're gonna spoil it here if you haven't already listened but you should should go listen because it's we're gonna kind of outline how we're doing it and blah 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 but what are we doing at the start of 2021 Sarah what journey are we going on um we are starting Dawson's Creek as a second show that shit 90 shows taught me is covering um, I've never seen it. That's that's the thing. Like both Jess and I have seen Boyant's World and it's like kind of like a nostalgic thing for both of us. Um, but I have never seen Dawson's Creek, not even like an ounce of it. Yeah, it's um I've seen it. I watched it a lot as a kid during my summers. I remember watching it. It is a particularly iconic 90s show um and it's a drama so it will be getting into heavier topics which obviously eventually with boy meets world we will but it's still a sitcom so we really just wanted to kind of branch out a little bit so we talk all about it in our special announcement podcast if you want to catch that um and sarah goes into like kind of what she already knows about the show going Mm -hmm. into it and that the first podcast will drop um next monday so keep your eyes peeled for that. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. I'm really I'm really pumped about it. I hope people are excited to listen to that. Um, but today we are here to talk season one, episode 18 of Boy Meets World called It's a Wonderful Night. And actually, we're recording this earlier than we usually do. So I don't have a 90s nightcap. I'm just drinking apple cider. <gasps> Shut up. No, I'm drinking apple cider. Oh, my gosh. It was meant to be. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we got the memo. <laughs> we did. Everybody drinking their apple cider today. I just I saw it in the fridge and I was like, we bought it so that we could like put champagne in it. But yeah. it's like 1 p.m. on a Sunday. And I'm just like, I don't really know that I feel like day drinking today so yeah I'm just gonna make myself an apple cider yeah oh my gosh that is so funny look at that it was meant to be this Mm -hmm. is why we're podcast Mm co-hosts moments like these yeah literally (laughs) because of the apple cider that's it (laughs) that's all Um, that's the only reason Um, somebody said to me like oh Jess seems really nice and I was like (laughs) yeah she isn't (laughs) 
feel like I'm one of those people that like I seem nice most of the time and then I could be like a bit of a shit talker sometimes and I most definitely have a temper. Anybody who knows me knows that there's only a matter of time before the fire comes out. Yeah. No, but I, yeah, I was joking though. I was joking. <laughs> I am nice in general and I'm definitely nice to strangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much yeah. other people. No, no, you're nice. I'm, I was joking. But I just thought it was funny. They're like, yeah, like, oh, they were talking about the podcast. And they were like, yeah, Jess seems really nice. And then I just like instinctively have nowhere. She's like, yeah, she isn't. <laughs> where does that? No, let's talk about that, Sarah. Where yeah. does that come from? No, I was just joshing. I was joking. There's it's nothing. only a matter of time before we're in podcast co-host therapy together. Yeah, I know. All I went, like, I've talked about this like a million times before. I just don't want us to become the call her daddy girls. Oh, that, yeah. You did. You mentioned that to me be, once. I think be, we're going to be yeah. more. And I know you don't listen to this, but we're going to be more like the my fave murder group. One but, can only hope. Georgina and Stacy, best friends forever. I mean, you're actually kind of close because it's Georgia. So you were oh. almost there. What's Georgia the and Karen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So they have pets. They love their pets. So it works. They probably have cats. Uh, no. So uh, care. Uh, wait. Georgia has cats. Karen has dogs. Mm-hmm. I like the name Georgina <laughs> better. I mean, I don't think she can change it at this point, but that's I mean, pr- part of her branding. Oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> it's it's a wonderful night. Um. Air date, March 11th, 1994. That's two days after my fifth birthday. So, Are you watching this show? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think yeah. so. But this is like one of those episodes that I definitely watched a bunch of times because especially Morgan's tea party was an mm-hmm. image that was ingrained in my brain of like, oh, yes, I remember this. It's funny that you say that because I have that feeling about almost all the other season one episodes we've seen. But this mm-hmm. one, I I did not remember. Like, I could have guessed what was really? going to happen. But yeah. I did not remember every single beat of this episode. No. I, Feeny with the outfit and the, the fake costume jewelry and all that, I did remember that part. Um, mm-hmm. But I couldn't have said, like, oh, that's in this episode. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I thought this was a fun episode. Let's let's look into it. Um, the basic premise is <laughs> Sean and Corey. We start out in the lunchroom. Um, Sean and Corey are discussing a horror movie uh, that Sean rented for them. They have like this whole plan because yeah. Judy, Queen of Zits, has returned. Mm-hmm. Ugh, poor, poor Judy. Um, <laughs> and they have a plan that they're going to tell her that she's like particularly breaking out badly. Um, so she goes into the bathroom to like pick her zits and they're <sighs> so going to trick her. Yeah. <laughs> See, they're yeah. going to trick her because they have their their movie uh, Stumpy's Revenge. I'm blowing yeah. up your head part six. Stumpy's Revenge. Yeah. Yeah. And they're hiding it in a Barney I thought um, that was sleeve. a good, a really, really good trick on the boys part. Pretty witty. It was. Yeah. That was really smart. Although I feel like. They could have picked a different movie to hide it in. Like, are twelve year olds watching? No, no, Barney? no, no, no. The the Barney, I, I, the the Barney aspect of it is actually a good point because they don't need to learn the ABCs um, when they're 
12 years old, but I think in general, it was a pretty good idea. Um, I don't know. Maybe they should have put it in like a Disney movie. Um, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you can't. Well, no, 12 year olds. What 12 year old watches uh, Ninja Turtles? That's what okay, they should have Power been Rangers. Doing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Couldn't get the rights to it. Barney, I guess, is more universal. Could be any Barney. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And they um they're excited because this is rated R and they're I think they're like eleven going on twelve. Um, so I guess that's a little young because you you'd think that mm-hmm. age they're maybe watching PG thirteen if their parents are cool with it, but certainly not yeah. R rated movies. Yeah, yeah. I think that twelve I was definitely watching PG thirteen movies. Um and an R movie depends on why it is r i probably got to see r-rated movies with my parents is um a jurassic park is that r no i That's think PG-13. jurassic park i'm looking it up right now i think it's it's pg-13 okay yeah so yeah definitely was watching pg-13 movies because titanic was pg-13 too i think so was definitely watching that not so much are uh, but I don't think like by maybe 13 I was probably watching R-rated movies I don't think that I was think an so issue too. in our house I think it depends on why it's rated R right. as well mm-hmm. so like this one was like oh definitely violence and nudity mm-hmm. he mentioned um right. so I think like if a boob is shown here or there like I don't think I'm gonna be not allowed yeah. to watch it but yeah so um so Corey's like really proud of his scam and he shows Eric and Eric says it's like a baby scam um, and that like, you know, he's not that impressed. I mean, he's kind of impressed, but not totally. It's just like small stuff um, and that, you know, if he's going to do the crime that he has to be prepared to do the time if he gets caught um right classic advice I mean, we've all heard that yeah and this is like eric basically says like oh i've purposefully gotten caught by our parents on sure. smaller things sure. so they know they still have the control and they i'm putting what did he say i'm getting like putting trust in the bank or something yeah he says that he's um been yeah, like putting putting like it putting trust in the bank and he's about to make a deposit. That's I right. Think. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Tr- deposits in the trust bank and he's cashing in. That was the that's, phrase. That's it. Yeah. So he's like the whole thing is Eric is going to take his driver's test to get his driver's license. Mm-hmm. He's going with Jason, mm-hmm. which the parents like trust him to do because he's put all these like deposits in or whatever. But what like why is that even a big deal? Like why like why is he why would your parents not let you go with Jason and Jason's brother to get your driving test? The weird thing to me is like, I don't know about, again, this is Pennsylvania. So every state has their own laws when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. But um, I believe when I was that age that like if you just got your license, usually you had to have you like you couldn't drive around someone of like a similar or younger age uh-huh. for a while. For so a like, year. Ja- yeah. How are they getting there? Because Jason doesn't have his license. Otherwise, they wouldn't have this the issue. The older to begin brother. With. They 
the older brother. Jason. Oh, Jason's older brother. But even yeah. still, how old is Jason's older brother? Maybe he's uh, older. Yeah, maybe a little bit older. The thing is, is that, like, I don't even know if I would have wanted, like, a lot of people opt to go take their driving test with their driving instructor. So, like, or, like, you go not with your parents. You go with, like, mm-hmm. your driving instructor or something because your parents make you, like, anxious. So I don't even know. Like, I don't even think, like, Alan and Amy would want to go take the driving test with uh, Eric. But I don't even think – I thought they were just driving him there because when I took my driver's test, yeah. it was just me and the instructor. It wasn't no, yeah, anybody yeah, else. Yeah, no, no, like, oh, you, you just get, like, in general. drive there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, you drive there with your instructor. I think I probably did go with my mom. I don't know. How – what's a driving test, like, in upstate New York? Because so- – yeah, this is, keep in mind, this is like 13 years ago. I have not taken a driver's test in a long time. But back when I did, um, you had to, you basically drove with the instructor. They said, oh, turn right here, turn left here, blah, blah, blah. There were certain things you had to do correctly to pass, like stop at a stop sign, make sure you're looking, checking your mirrors, looking both ways before you go through an intersection. Um, When you're like making a turn, you have to make sure you're like not cutting into like the other lane when you turn. I remember specifically, you also had to do parallel parking and a three point Mm -hmm. turn. Yeah. Now, to me, I don't know if they've changed it. I think they might have because honestly, where I live, unless you're going into the heart of like downtown Albany, you are never going to need to parallel park like ever, depending on, I guess, where you live. But I've I suck at parallel parking. I've mm-hmm. rarely ever had to do it at this stage in my life. Um, So I think that's still a requirement, but I am not yeah, sure. It definitely has to be. So. I don't know if you know this, but New Jersey, you don't drive like on the normal streets to. Oh, when you take test. your test? Yeah, you don't like leave. They have like an the obstacle area. course set up? Yeah, there's like a legitimate oh like obstacle course like track that you I go on. I bet that's on. safer. It's probably safer. I think it's mm-hmm. definitely easier. And yeah, it's like a track that you go on and you follow it. And um, but you do the same thing. You do the three point turn and mm-hmm. you do um, you do the whole like uh, parallel parking, which I did suck at. Um, actually, I've recently gotten good at parallel parking because we have street parking and sometimes mm-hmm. I have to parallel park. Um, in order to get a um, a spot in Good front of spot. my house. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess it depends on where you live for that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I've gotten better at it since I have a vehicle with a backup camera. I'm mm-hmm. definitely better at it yeah. than I was. That has really helped me. I'm a big baby and I rely on that camera a lot. Um I'm the one who ends up like being a foot away from the curb when I park. At, like, <laughs> yeah, a I, do, park I do sometimes too, and then you adjust totally. Yeah. Yeah, but, but definitely getting better at it. I'm probably did you proud pass? Of did you pass on the first try? Not on test? the not on the first try. Um, I passed on my second try. Okay, because I think the first time I failed because, um, I did so like in New Jersey, you're allowed to I think mess up on like one thing. Okay. Um. Or and. Um, or like one and a half things. I don't really know. So, but basically what I did was uh, my first mistake was that I kind of, I didn't really do a rolling stop. I just didn't stop long enough at the stop sign. Okay. And then my, so if I just did that, then I probably still would have passed, but I also flubbed at the um, parallel parking. 
Yeah. So yeah, how, that's fair. How about you? I passed. I know I messed up um, a few things. Like I was, re- I was really cautious. So like I stopped at a stop sign, but then even way back where this like the line was for you to stop, I still because I was on the actual roads. Um, I like still couldn't particularly see past like a bush or something so then I like pulled up and stopped again to make sure I could properly see I'm pretty sure I got points off for that which seems insane to me no, but I feel like that's okay <laughs> I know but they were like so that now. strict about yeah exactly yeah. they were it's like it's more of like practical driving that I was practicing than like the right. official rules right um no I passed but it was really stressful at the time I remember mm-hmm. and my parallel parking I'm sure was trash like I don't even know if he made me do it like that's the crazy thing like now that I think about it because I remember having to do a three-point turn but I don't know if I had to parallel park and if I did I don't think I had to do it like I'm pretty sure it was one of those ones where it was like I wasn't between two cars so it wasn't Mm -hmm. hard you know three-point turns are fun I like them yeah they're not hard to do it's the it's the parallel parking that's the bitch yeah but but yeah so I'm licensed now so yeah so um basically as we were saying about Eric's driving, um, he he like Corey gets like really pumped up about uh, Eric driving him places, and Eric's like, oh "Heck God. no, I'm not driving you anywhere," and hits him with the pillow, a very Eric aggressive pillow. Is a dick. Like, yeah. Corey is so excited. He's like, oh, my gosh, we can go to get, like, baseball <laughs> cards. And he wouldn't even believe this was Hot an option wings. if Eric wasn't also, like, jumping up and down with him about it. Like, yeah, he was, yeah. Just, he was just being, like, he was just trolling him. He's such a dick. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, cut to the next scene, and Corey is listening to Eric's advice, and he is trying to put deposits <laughs> into that trust bank by doing mm-hmm. his homework early. But Amy's all, like, instantly skeptical because he's not fly at all. And then, or, like, you know, he's not, like, (laughs) making it obvious. And then Alan comes down the stairs, and he looks so hot. We are back with anybody who doesn't like this segment can leave because this is the Alan Zaddy segment. I don't want to hear anybody tell us that, like, we're too thirsty over Alan. Alan looks good. Good. Listen, listen. I don't know what Amy is talking about here. I don't care what event you're going to. Yeah. He, so for those who didn't rewatch the episode, and we'll discuss this later also, but doesn't hurt to talk about it twice. Eric is wearing, or excuse me, Alan is oh, wearing. Eric's 18, by the way, on, on filming. Yes, so. Also fine, but Alan <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> comes down in like these. Darker denim jeans, which is like mm-hmm. we have not seen a dark denim, so Mm-mm. we've been waiting for it. He has on like a button-down shirt and a suit jacket, and it is zaddy. So central. good, so good. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's too <laughs> casual for a real estate party. Um, so he has to put on a full suit, which sucks. And I know Alan's, because he looks better in this. Oh yeah, and Alan's like, no, like I, I can't. I stay home, like be with my son. And Corey's like, mm-hmm. no. Because all he wants to do is watch his Stumpy's Revenge. Um, yes. Yeah, he wants time to sneak in his con. So yeah, he's like, no, Dad, you should go with Mom to this boring old, uh, whatever real estate real estate function. Event. Who knows? Um. So then Eric and Jason come home, and Eric, um, as we were kind of 
insinuating earlier, Eric has failed his driver's test. I'm trying to figure out what for, but all I got was that he, you know, he saw this guy, like, make a come hither motion, and he started, like, driving up a couple of inches, but apparently he failed even before he took the exam because... It was not the driving instructor. It was, like, the dad of the kid in front of him and had a beer in his hand. But I just don't understand the issue. What's the issue I don't issue get here? it either. I was I listened to it multiple times trying to understand what was wrong. What I'm not sure of is, like, wasn't the driving instructor in the car with him already? So why would he think it was the driving instructor? Or, like, no, were they not even at the exam I yet? I don't – I think so, like – I remember when I was taking the test, maybe it's similar, like you waited. It was kind of like a conveyor belt. In your car, yeah. So like you waited in your car and like you waited on a line if there was like a lot of appointments at the same time as you. And you would just like wait in your line and just keep like inching forward. So I don't know, maybe what happened was like the guy was like come hither and like Eric kept going forward and maybe he hit the car that was in front of him that would qualify as a fail prior yeah it was just very unclear but regardless he doesn't pass Mm -hmm. and so then Eric's like pissed because him and Jason have these dates with these two girls tonight that Eric is supposed to drive them to right and um the girls call the house and J- Jason is just the biggest douchebag in this episode because <laughs> yeah. he constantly takes control and is getting I mean obviously Eric is complicit so like not good on him but Jason lies to the girls and mm-hmm. said that like Eric does get his license and yeah. so he's like all excited and then that's when um Alan comes downstairs in his suit and he like asks Eric how it goes and Jason immediately jumps in and is like yeah. oh it was great yeah, like, oh, like, there was, like, a little bit of a stumble at first, but, like, as soon as he was on this road, he was, like, on his way or whatever he said. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, and and Eric, I mean, I can see that Eric, like, was trying to tell the truth, but every single time, like, he kind of, Jason just kind of, like, jumps in. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, you're right. Eric is complicit, and he he just doesn't, he doesn't tell the truth, and this is bad because Alan hands over the keys as reward and once again like Eric it it takes the keys he just takes them yep yeah he like well no Jason Jason snaps the keys out of Alan's hands oh yeah yeah and he's like oh great thanks so much like again it's like three or four times that Jason does this okay yeah yeah, and then the biggest my biggest gripe of all is like Amy comes downstairs looking really nice in her mm-hmm. professional business suit outfit, business skirt situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Jason like, like roars at her. Like, I don't even know what yeah. the word is. Uh, like he goes like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so creepy. Yeah. And, and he says, um, you're too young to be a mom and too pretty to be in real estate. 
so nasty. Like last Jason, time I checked, there's leave. so many pretty and good looking people in real estate. Actually, I think that there's more good looking people in real estate than bad looking people. I would agree. In real I feel like sales usually you're more like put together type of thing anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, he's a creep. Like Jason, <laughs> I already wasn't your biggest fan, and now it's like seriously, like you can leave. We're done. But no, he's gonna be around. So you gotta <sighs> buckle in. This is only his second episode here. So this is his he's best friend gross. for like two seasons. Yeah. So it's nasty. So <laughs> they get the car keys. Um, Alan, I noticed that Alan and Amy are off to go to their real estate function, and Alan just walks out the door with like a giant bag of chips. <laughs> Like he was just like munching on the chips. Like I like don't they'll have food there, Alan. It's okay. I know, and that's not exactly a road snack, bro. Like that thing is like, <laughs> a huge bag of chips. And there were like sour cream and onion, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And you definitely don't eat that on your way to an event where you're gonna be like schmoozing and networking. I know. Can you imagine like he's just sitting there like <laughs> eating chips as Amy's like driving and he's just getting like chip crumbs all over yeah. himself? And then he just brings the chips back into the the gala or the party yeah. or whatever <laughs> there's like, like all they this don't fancy food and he's just like sitting in the corner with his bag of chips oh my God. like sulking they have like um they have like shrimp cocktail and like bruschetta and like all that stuff and like probably like um or what is the hors d'oeuvres like, past hors d'oeuvres and yeah. like the charcuterie boards and stuff and meanwhile yeah. fucking alan's just like i don't know what any of this is so i'm gonna eat my sour cream just- and onion chips in the corner I, and you know what he didn't come home with the chips he definitely finished them. He yeah, finished he must the chips. Have eaten them. That is so funny to think about. It's like we don't think of Alan as being like Alan is definitely more salt of the earth type of person. I think he's not a fancy guy. No, he wears a suit to work, but like beyond that, he's not like a fancy dude. Well, he wears so. a jacket to work. Yeah, like not he wears a like a suit jacket. That's true. He wears like a suit jacket to work, but. It's just so funny to me. Like <laughs> he's just fucking eating this big bag of chips on the way out the door. Yeah, like and nobody like questions it. It's like not even part of the plot. Like, was he just? I bet this like, happens all the time. What, <laughs> was he just hungry? Like, was this like a set direction? Like, um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he just was like worried that he wouldn't recognize if it's that fancy. He wouldn't like anything they had to offer, so he just wanted some road snacks. I guess so. So funny. Um, but so they leave and Eric goes in the kitchen, picks up the phone. He's like, all right, what's the plan, Jason? Like, let's go. I guess we're going to go through with this now. We're actually going to drive the car and I don't have a license. And then Judy calls mm-hmm. and Judy cancels because yeah, she, she has a skin emergency. Yeah. A pimple emergency. Aww. We do not know. So Poor Judy. Yeah. So. Eric has to find a new babysitter because he really just doesn't want to cancel. So if it was me, I would be like, oh, no, like this is like the universe telling me like I really should not do this. Oh, yeah. This is like I mean, I'm I don't feel like I'd succumb to Jason's peer pressure anyway. But Mm -hmm. even if I did, I would be like, oh, my gosh, this is my perfect opportunity to get an out here because I can be like, oops, don't have a babysitter. Can't do it. Mm hmm. But no, Eric like spots a Feeny gardening mm-hmm. and cooks up a deal with him that um, if he uh, manures his like garden for five weekends, bad deal, by the way, it was a bad mm-hmm. negotiation, but uh, then he will babysit Corey, Sean and Morgan. This is a really shitty deal. Like five yeah. Sundays of spreading manure. First of all. We, like Feeney is in his garden more than he is literally 
anywhere else like in the yeah. world gotta tell garden. you something feeny it's march your vegetables are not gonna grow i know i don't know exactly what type of yard work he's doing year round but in <laughs> in philadelphia of all places yeah. mm-hmm. um but and then like we talked we mentioned earlier in the podcast feeny is the one who has the line of i don't know what a skin emergency would be or a pimple emergency would be like for judy her whole head would have to pop it's like <laughs> it's, it's so sassy so rude so rude oh my gosh um god he's just such a little gossip girl he is so Mm -hmm. he gets eric to agree to the deal um which like you said this is such a trash deal for five sundays Mm -hmm. dude like get any of your like teenage friends to come over and babysit for you like give me a break don't you have any relatives or something um i I, I don't know or who knows what their situation is um but <laughs> but did you notice so, that Corey is not allowed to babysit Morgan? <laughs> oh, well, I wouldn't let him either after what happened last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's not even, like, an option anymore. No, no. He's definitely out of the running to be babysitter. <laughs> um, I, I like that they kept that, like, into the continuity of it all. Yeah, they're like, we gave him a chance and it backfired horribly. So we're yeah. done with this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, the next scene is like probably the funniest. Oh, um, I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um Feeney's having a tea party with Megan. Um, Megan. Megan. Just <laughs> <laughs> trying to rename her. You're, we're done with you, Morgan. It's Megan. Morgan. Now. Morgan. And he has like uh clip-on earrings and like lots of necklaces and bracelets. And Morgan asks Feeney to try on her new floppy hat. Yeah, and he has the best line, and I wrote it down because I think it's so funny. I have festooned myself in costume jewelry. I have swilled your faux tea. Like, basically, his agreement with her was that if he did those things, that she would leave him alone to, yeah. like, do what he wanted. And well, he has she, to like, grade papers. Yeah, That's right. He has to grade papers, and she gives him, like, the pouty lip and that she really wants him to, like, mm-hmm. wear the hat. And so he finally just gives in and puts it on. It is so funny. It's such a good image. Like, oh, it's so good. And yeah, like that little pouty lip. Like, how can you say no? Mm -hmm. And she obviously it's so funny because he's like, that's not going to work. And then, of course, it works. Yeah. In my head, like I thought the line was going to be, I don't think this is going to work again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because like he probably like every single time he's like, I'm not putting on another necklace. No. And then she gives the lip and he's like, OK, OK, fine. I'll do it. I'll do it. Like, how can you say that? Say no to that little face. I know he's he's wearing like 10 necklaces. Oh, Insane. yeah. Adorable. Um, yeah, it's so funny. And meanwhile, and great line, too. Yes. So I just festooned myself in costume jewelry. I've swilled your faux tea. <laughs> Now, I must insist you upheld your end of the bargain. Yeah, it's it's such a feeny line, honestly. Like, yeah. this little girl does not know what festooned means. No, like, nobody does. I don't even I, know. I, like, like, if I didn't know the context of it, I would yeah. probably have to look it up, too. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. So, uh, the, uh, Morgan's also baking a cake. And I wasn't sure if this was, like, an easy-bake oven. but It, it has like a, to be. It something. Has to be. So Those the, little light bulbs did not fucking cook anything. <laughs> <laughs> like legitimately, how long did it take to make a fucking like uh, cake or brownie in your easy bake oven? So, but it was like thirty minutes. But that's how much it takes to make a regular brownie, and this thing was like an two inches big. So, um, way too much time. 
Yeah, and it's a light bulb. I don't trust any of that. I remember yeah. having a lot of fun, and I wanted an easy bake oven, and I even mm-hmm. had like one that did like ice cream or something two down the line. But like, yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be better to, like, actually just make a legitimate cake and, like, have the kid, like, help you do it versus Mm -hmm. waste time in an easy bake oven. Yeah. Um, So he has to go get the cake out of the oven, and he passes Corey and Sean, who are pretend to watch, like, like the Discovery Channel or the Yeah, some type of nature channel. Yeah. Yeah. But in reality, they (laughs) are watching Stumpy's Revenge, and every single time... Uh, if Feeney passes, like, Ben Savage clicks the remote, like, three seconds too slow. So, like, did you? Yes. It's so it's, slow. It's so slow. And not only that, but, like, Feeney is sitting, like, six feet from the television. If that. If how, that. How is he, yeah. He's smart enough to catch on I know. <laughs> I know. So, um, but, yeah, they keep pretending to, like, change the channel. and like, But, like, Feeney stops and watches every time he passes. He's like, oh, this is, like, good stuff. Yeah, he gives them the, like, okay sign when they when yeah. walk by. Like, give me a break, Feeny. How are you? Like, Feeny has to be, like, knowing they're up to something. He's oh, not stupid. Yeah. No, no, no. Especially these two. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Sean and Corey wonder if Eric is having as good of a night as they are. And which cuts to uh, Eric begging this, like, toe guy to please give his daddy's car back which daddy him saying daddy yes he said daddy he's like please give me my daddy's car back ew i i mean honestly like as soon as he said that if i was tracy and the other girl i'd be like okay bye (laughs) i know i would have been out skis before any of that if he had said daddy in my presence daddy no thank you so eric says that he called feeny for help like don't know what you think feeny is gonna do to help you yeah, because um, especially because the guy says that he needs a license with the same address on the registration, yeah. which Feeney's not going to have. And no. like, Cor- like, Eric is such an idiot because all he needed to do, like, he it sounds like based on what the girls said, that he parked in like an emergency car spot because he parked in like where they said it was red lines, not white. Oh. So it sounds like he parked where they, you know, like the designated like fire. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying it's- to figure out like because she said – What'd you learn? Red cat, uh, red curb, good, white. Cur- Wait, no, she said red curb, good. Well, red curb, bad, white curb, good. Yeah, and I think red curbs are like the emergency spots. Yeah, that makes sense. But I switched so, it in my notes. White curb, good. Oh yeah, no, white curb, good, red curb, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Okay. Yeah, so I think that's what he did. It sounds like, which like is such a dumb mistake to make because even when you aren't. A licensed driver you'd think that you would like pay attention to something like that yeah that, that's so stupid so yeah tony uh who is like the impound guy just won't give him the car he won't budge for eric or jason and tracy and her friend or have a cell phone which is pretty impressive to have mm-hmm. a cell phone she must be a rich bitch she um, definitely is a rich bitch 100 <laughs> percent. so she calls and says that she has like a junior with camaro and the other girls like whatever you can do to get us out of this place and eric and jason are like you know what we've learned today that you girls are shallow and we don't need you. And the girls are like, you don't need us like to get like. And they're like, you know what? Um, we can get your pathetic dad mobile. <laughs> and 
Yeah. Uh, they go in and they flirt with Tony with a, and they're like, you know, um, Tony with the Y. Tony with a Y, and they get him to release the car, but one of the girls rips up the paper and was like, you know what? This is you did need us, bitch. And then the Camaro beeps, and they're like, "We're out skis," as yeah, as, uh, you say. Like, firstly, it's like you kind of are thinking like they are pretty shallow, especially when like Jason earlier in the episode when he like fakes uh, fakes the excuse for like what the problem is on the phone. He's like, "Oh, we were only able to get two hundred dollars for our date," and it's like back in the nineties, like what kind of date are you going on where two hundred dollars for four people is not sufficient? La Bougia. That's where they're going. They're going to La Bougia. Yeah, they're exact. They're fucking fancy bitches. Well, not in their outfits. They shouldn't be going to La Bougia. <laughs> then like the, I don't know where else they're going. Yeah, then. but regardless, like they are kind of shallow, but they do make a good point that they're pretty. They can be manipulative. Mm-hmm. But like, also, this piece of paper was ripped into like four pieces. Like Eric easily could have taped it back together. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I he was like, "Where's the tape? Where's the tape?" I was like, yeah. "You know, the tape is probably around." Yeah, you so, can get some. Um. As the girls leave, Feeney comes in with Morgan mm-hmm. and Sean and Corey, and he's like, what seems to be the problem here? Um, yeah. And uh, as soon as he speaks to Tony with the Y, he corrects Tony's grammar, which obviously doesn't fly with him. And ultimately, Tony with the Y says, uh, points out that he's still wearing his earrings, the clip-ons, um, which was so- He's so funny. Like, so <laughs> great watching him walk in with those on. Yeah. And then Phoebe's like, okay, Eric, like, what's the problem? Like, why don't you just give this man the license? And Eric's like, well, I, I don't have my license. And Phoebe's like, then tell me where to get it. <laughs> like, tell me. And and then, like, Eric, you know, has to admit that he doesn't have a license. Um, and he he didn't pass and he just can't get the license, which means that um, he can't get the car. That's what it that's what it is. Rules are rules. Yeah. And Feeney is like so upset about this. Like, yeah, just incensed. And so they get back to the house and Feeney immediately like has Morgan go up to bed and she like pouts because she doesn't want to and he's like you suck that lip back in oh yeah, yeah <laughs> she was laying- like i'm not doing this so uh-uh. i'm going upstairs <laughs> yeah fiend is laying down the law and he then like, is oh gosh and then he like is really assertive to eric and he's like you know go upstairs and then he like yells at eric like, well that yells. was yeah so first he's like jason you get out of here and jason's like oh, yeah. sure i'm out and eric is like really you're gonna leave me hanging and i'm just like really like jason this is kind of all your fault to begin with and <laughs> I, I mean it isn't it isn't i mean he can eric, eric was complicit but yeah eric makes his own decisions he's the one that got into the car and drove so right but I still think, like, if I'm Amy and Alan, I'm, like, reassessing who my kid is friends with at this no, point. No, J- Jason's this is a like, terrible friend. <laughs> he is terrible influence. Um, yeah. And so Feeney is, like, yelling at Eric. And Eric's like, you can't tell me what to do. You're just because you were my sixth grade teacher. And he's like, get upstairs. Like, the angriest we've heard mm-hmm. Feeney, for sure. Never seen, never seen Feeney act like that before. Mm-hmm. 
And then, for whatever reason, as soon as they get home, Sean and Corey decide to put the movie back on, like, instantly. And they don't even try to switch the channels when Feeney comes over and, like, comes over to them. And he's watching it, and he's like, this is, like, garbage. Like, you know, this is, like, inappropriate. Um, And, like, he tries to take out the tape from the video machine that has, like, I guess it's one of those things, like, only the family knows, like, how to, like, do it because it has, like, some sort of issue. Yeah, it's basically, like, finicky, which, like, we've all been there. Anybody who's a 90s kid has had those moments where you blow into the N64 game cartridge Mm -hmm. to, like, clean it out to get it working. Mm -hmm. You have to, like, smack the TV in a certain place to get it working. Everybody's had those. And for those who are too young to know what VHSs and VCRs are, back in our day. (laughs) Looking at you, Felipe Shimon. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Looking at you, Felipe. We had, like, videotapes that where it was actual like camera tape that wound around these things and remember when you rent a movie and it always was like be kind Kind, rewind rewind. yeah that was always on them you had to like rewind it back to the beginning because you get like charged yeah Yeah, you'd get charged because you didn't well because they used i remember at our video rental place they had like these rewinder machines that they like put the movie in to rewind them yeah um but yeah so they pull it out of the vcr like feeny pulls out the vcr abruptly which like pulls all the tape out and kind of mangles it yeah um which means that they're gonna have to pay for the movie yeah. from wherever he rented it um one more so one yeah. more do you remember um this is like always a fear of mine but also um a thing at the video store was they showed like a melty tape and they're like don't leave your tapes in the car Oh my gosh, no. I never saw that. That's crazy. So yeah, so like they showed like it's like a disformed like melted tape and it's like um and it said like don't leave your tapes in the car. And then ever since then, like I always drew always like makes fun of me cuz like oh if gosh. like we leave something in the car, like you're um, like it's going to get melty. It's going to get it's going to get it's going <laughs> to melt. So like yeah. like you know, we've left like DVDs in the car or like records or like anything. I'm always like I think like, a record you'd want to be careful with, but uh-huh. I think a DVD would be fine. It's like but, anything. It's like yeah. you can't leave in the car, it's going to melt. And like Drew is always like you're so stupid, like it's not going to melt. But it like literally this image of the videotape melted has like scarred me for life. Yeah, that's um that is so funny because I never heard of that before, but like the first time that we rented a DVD versus cuz obviously we're at both of that age where like we transitioned from VHSs mm-hmm. to DVDs along the mm-hmm. way. And the first time we rented a DVD, I don't know why this was on there, but like the case had the Be Kind Rewind sticker on it. And I remember asking my parents, how am I supposed to rewind this? And everybody was like (laughs) laughing because like obviously you don't rewind a DVD. Yeah. Well, no, Um, then that's I think that was a good question. Yeah, they put the sticker and I was young. I mean, DVDs came out like we were still pretty young. So you're trying to be responsible. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so Feeney trashes the VHS and now, and Sean's going to have to pay for it, Corey says. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Feeney yells at them and Sean leaves Corey high and dry, similar oh, to Jason. Yeah. Always, always. Mm-hmm. So Alan and Amy come home and they basically get the lowdown from Feeney that everyone in this house is a piece of shit. So, um, Alan 
sees that like they've been watching an R-rated movie and Amy's really upset that they smuggled the movie in and that like he's in major trouble, gets sent to Mm -hmm. his room. As he's getting sent to his room, Eric comes downstairs and is like, I hope you're in a good mood. Um, and Alan's like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not. <laughs> um, and yeah, he's like, why me at the wrong here? time, bud. Why are you here? Why is my car not here? Like, what? What's going on? Yeah, and this is when Eric has to say, like, oh, well, the, your car is at the impound lot. And so Alan's already pissed because he's like, oh, my gosh, we're going to have to go all the way to the impound lot to go get it. You know, like, because Eric's like, oh, don't worry, I have the $40 it's going to take. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Feeny, of course, Feeny jumps in. Oh, yeah. And is like, oh, no, you and Amy are going to have to go. At which point Eric has to confess that he didn't actually get his driver's license. Yeah. And then Feeny is like, oh, <laughs> Feeny gets called the worst babysitter ever. And yes. And he, um, Feeny leaves. So Alan is like so mad. Rightfully so. Like this is like pretty, pretty bad on the on the on the line of like crossing the line and not crossing the line as per um, our episode last week with um, the cherry bomb. Maybe. Yes. Is it worse than the cherry bomb? I think it federally. Both are both are crimes that you can I think get it's worse. knocks for. I think it's worse because Eric is of an age where like there can be serious repercussions for doing bad things. Mm-hmm. And Sean is like still in that kind of more ambiguous area where he's 11, 12. So he could still get mm-hmm. in trouble, but not to the extent that like a 15 or 16. Sh- Eric Sean, must be 16. Yes. Sean did not mean to blow up a mailbox he right. did he did knowingly light the cherry bomb. Um, right. But he did not like mean to blow up a mailbox, which is the federal offense. He just like he did it because he didn't want people around him to get hurt. Right, right. And like Eric is of an age where like he knows better. better. I mean, Corey and Sean do too, but like Eric is of that age where like if you're old enough to apply for a driver's license and take the driver's license test, mm-hmm. you should be more responsible enough to know that you can't drive without a license. Without a license, yeah. Yeah. So um, and he's ten, in yeah. big trouble. Um, oh, yeah. And this is when uh, basically Alan is like, even when you get your license, like you're going to be a pedestrian for like 30 <laughs> years or whatever. And Amy's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, She's I like, mean, we need to talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't love that Amy. Amy really does, um, like, she really does undermine Alan's parenting constantly. And I kind of feel like if I was Alan, I would kind of be annoyed. Like, I mean, Amy's right ultimately, so I'm not like saying like Amy's wrong, but like every single time Alan tries to parent, Amy's always like butting in, and I don't love that. Yeah, I know. I think it's like. I see what she's trying to do because she's like tells Eric to go to his room so they could talk about it privately. Like she's not doing it in front of Eric, but like the way in which she does it seems gives herself like more power than Alan. Alan. Yeah. I just feel like it's super frustrating for Alan. Like he I know he's like quicker to be like to blow up and he's like quicker to anger. But also, like, he, it's like he can't say anything in front of his kids. Amy always has to be like, no, let's talk about it first. But 
I agree with Amy. Like, you know, Eric sees driving as ultimate freedom. He can go to the Mm -hmm. mall. He can go on dates. He can, like, go to the school football game. Like, he can have fun. And Amy sees it as freedom for herself because this means that she doesn't get all of life's responsibilities put on her. Like, Amy's... Like, you know, when we first talked about it, we were like, you know, we're kind of upset that Amy doesn't have a more active role in the family. Like, she doesn't seem to have, like, her responsibilities, me like, mainly come from home. But little did mm-hmm. we know, she's actually, like, a very, like, important, like, not only at home, but she brings in her own money, too. Yes. And on top of that, she seems to be really successful and busy. Um, and on top of that, she has to do all of, like, home things because Alan's not really, like, around that much to take on some of that responsibility. So a lot of, like, the bringing Corey to a fake t- um, baseball game that he pretends to play in or bringing Morgan to dance or to birthday mm-hmm. parties or picking up the grocery. Well, why is Amy picking up groceries? But whatever. Like, right? Alan can at least do that. He's already there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, all this stuff falls on Amy. So she sees that, like, um, Eric having his license it frees up Amy's time to do to have more me time. Right. And this is like a perfect opportunity to be like, OK, well, you're grounded in that. You can still get your license. But the only driving you're doing is to bring your brother and sister places that I which don't feel like going. Ultimately, like the ultimate punishment, which is a exactly. Good so, um, yes. So Corey, they end up. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go. You go, sis. So they. Right. So they end up. We have Corey and Eric up in the bedroom together. Um, and they're just kind of like commiserating a bit on what's going to happen. And Amy and Alan come up and they say they're both grounded for two weeks. And in that time, Eric has to be like studying for his driver's test. And Corey is only allowed to watch educational television, <laughs> um, which I feel like nowadays Eric would be grounded for like a month for this because this is like serious in my opinion. Um, He could have really hurt somebody well i think that he technically kind of is grounded can all oh, because he gets his license and then he still has to like i guess drive um his siblings everywhere yeah i guess so but and then for Corey's punishment i'm thinking like i i guess he doesn't want to watch educational television but like i feel like uh-huh. people would just take away the tv altogether yeah i think two weeks is a little much i would give Corey a week and i would give eric a month I think I agree with I think I agree with your punishment more so than Amy and Alan. But Mm -hmm. the um, so they turn on the TV for Corey and it is like some horrifying like the whole thing was giving birth or something. Yeah, it was like there was like dung um, throwing and yeah, giving like a bunch of nonsense. This is why I don't watch like Planet Earth. It's, It's too much. Yeah, it was it was pretty gross. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get into like the after credits scene and like Morgan and Corey are both like harassing Eric on either side. Like Morgan wants Froyo. Corey has to go to Little League. And Amy is talking like, hmm, am I going to read a magazine and then take a bath or am I going to take a bath and then read some magazines? <laughs> yeah, I say, we, why don't you do both together? Yeah, yeah. And re- eating her grapes like the goddess that she is. We yes, love that. We do. I was like, yes, Amy, you live your best life. Mm-hmm. I like that she pre-washes her grapes and put the, puts them in a Tupperware. 
I do too. I did see that. It was a big tub of grapes. She do was you like think that that keeps the grapes better for longer. I think the method is to rinse the grapes, but don't let them sit in water because I think that that will rot them quicker. Hmm. But I don't know. I also think rinsing them rots them quicker. I think you're supposed to rinse like prior to eating, not rinse all of them at once. But I'm not a fruit expert, so I don't know. But, <clears throat> um, <throat> fruit experts, let us know <laughs> if anybody knows how the expression dates on grapes. Yeah, so um, Amy gets her well-deserved break, and Eric's like, well, I'd rather drive off a bridge than do all of this, which is yeah. uh, <laughs> very my humor. And Alan's like, well, if you're going to do that, then bring your mom's car, not mine. Yeah, yeah. So Amy gets what she wants in the end, which, go you, Amy. If we had MVPs to give out, Amy would be getting an MVP this episode. Oh, yeah, she is the boss-ass bitch that we all... Yes, no Queen B, Queen B, Amy. Mm-hmm. If we have another episode without Topanga, we have our Queen B, Amy around. So, mm-hmm. and Morgan does manipulate Feeny for a while. So good on her too. <laughs> Morgan has like very good manipulation skills. Actually, she really does. She learns from the best, and she's around Feeny, so she's going to be a little gossip queen too. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you ready to get into our fashion hour? Absolutely. I'm ready. Okay. So to start us off for the Rachel Green 90s award, obviously, obviously I had to include Amy here. And this is her real estate mogul outfit. Oh, yeah. I love this outfit. It is so classic. Like, I know it's in the 90s section, again, mainly because of, like, the clutch and the shoulder pads and probably Mm -hmm. the buttons. But, like, it it could be modernized very easily. So, for those who didn't watch, it is a black dress that is just above the knee. It's long sleeves, has the shoulder pads because it's, again, it's like the 90s. It's the 80s, 90s trend of the shoulder pad. And then... The um like lapels, I guess you could call them, are white and there's like mm-hmm. a deep V and then it's at the it kind of crisscrosses. It has three buttons and then she also has I think it's like a bejeweled black what looks to be like a crossbody purse or like yeah. it's just a small purse. Yeah. Um and she's wearing um little I'd black assume, heels, little black heels and what look to be like stockings, but they're yeah. fairly see through. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like pantyhose. Um, like, what, what would you call yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would call them like pantyhose or yeah. My or mom whatever. has these for sure. Yeah, yeah. She's like, and they're like um, light opacity, like yes. black. They're intended to be like make your legs look like they have like a darker hue to them. Yeah, yeah. I love um, this outfit. Very like you know, black and white is always classic. It's like. Almost Chanel. She looks fire mm-hmm. in it. Um, love this outfit. Very. It is like a 90s outfit, um, but she looks great in it. Can't complain. No, I think it's it's fantastic. It's like the best. I mean, obviously, Amy always looks good, but like this is the fanciest we've seen her look, I think. Well, there was that one black dress. Oh, and she yeah, when when her and Alan went out to dinner, that one. Yes. The like the Princess Diana dress. I think I prefer this one still. Oh, though. really? Yes. All right. I just think it's like good fancy like she looks like a fucking business lady I Mm -hmm. love it yes um next up it's kind of like a funny pick but also I do think there are a lot of 90s elements to it is Feeney's tea party ensemble (laughs) 
because yeah the he's wearing like we talked about earlier like 15 faux like or costume necklaces and they're all like yeah. pearls or yeah. like they're like have a white to cream hue he even has a peace sign Yes, peace sign necklace. He has a bracelet that's like chunky. It is like one of those, um, it has like elastic bands in it. And Mm -hmm. it's like a cuff bracelet almost. And it's like gold in these huge gold pieces. It is huge. (laughs) Yeah. And then he has on, we talked about earlier, like the clip-on earrings, which are also super 90s, those clip-on earrings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, the piece de resistance is the floppy hat, which is like blue knitted Mm -hmm. and it has Mm -hmm. like pink and yellow huge flowers on it. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's 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 fabulous. He looks great. Just, you know, this is (laughs) this is a look. Mm -hmm. It's a look and nobody can pull it off like Mr. Feeney. When we started this like fashion hour segment, did you ever think Feeney would feature so prominently in it so many times? (laughs) I don't even know what I was anticipating, but, you know, Feeney has his own sense of style whether it be a gardening smock or a floppy hat, um, yeah. he can do no wrong in my eyes. Yeah, he looks great. Um, and then lastly, in our uh, up for the Rachel Green Award, we have Morgan in the final scene of the episode um, when she's yanking on Eric to go get some Froyo, oh. mainly because of this standout sweater. So this sweater <laughs> is oh. like so many colors that it's like assaulting your eyeballs and it's like little circular rings almost of different colors it kind of reminds me of those like peach ring candies yeah yeah or lifesavers yes yeah it looks like that and then just like some black pants and she's wearing Mm -hmm. like a green high pony and a scrunchie yeah 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 a good shot of this is that 2236 this sweater yeah these are this is like i would call this like the lifesaver gummies sweater yeah, it's it is very 90s and it's cute too. Like we get a lot of repeat outfits from Morgan. So mm-hmm. I think this is like a newer one that she got. Yeah, I haven't seen this one before. Mm-hmm. Um, adorable, of course. But I mean, we can't not give this to uh, Amy Matthews, her real estate party outfit. She looks fire and I we both love it. Yeah, she looks fantastic. Congratulations, Amy. You definitely earned that one. Mm hmm. Um, and up next, we have our Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness for the most timeless outfits of the episode. I actually do have three contenders here. Um, mm-hmm. I thought we had some, a lot of good outfits here. I mean, who's surprised that our number one outfit in this category oh. is Zaddy Allen. Zaddy oh. Allen, and we kind of described it earlier, but it's a dark denim wash jean, which we never get to see on the show, with a black belt, a very st- like standard black belt, um, a light blue button down and then just the standard I can't it looks kind of gray it could be a dark blue but I think it's a gray suit jacket um no tie top button open revealing a like um white t-shirt underneath just Mm -hmm. very classic like you could easily see this in like a um What's those jeans like a Calvin, Calvin Klein or like Lee, Levi's, like one of those yeah. Levi's, one of those like campaign ads? I feel like mm-hmm. this is what the guy would be wearing. He looks amazing. I mean, that's what it there's nothing more to say than he looks great. And the sad thing is, is that he was feeling himself, too. And he was Amy loving himself. Him. Yeah. He's like showing it off, doing a little spin. Yes. Like he came down the stairs a little proud. Like, 
I look good. He has like a Superman pose at three minutes and 51 seconds. Like, can you see this? Yes. He is feeling himself. He's feeling himself. And that's all I can ask for is that this man feels as good as he looks. Yes. Um, So that is the obvious first option for our Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness. Yeah. Um, Second, I picked Tracy or Stacy or whatever the fuck her name was. But it's the one of the girls that Jason and Eric are going out with. Um, She is the one who is in the red plaid dress Mm. and she's wearing a light wash denim jacket over it. Also, I'd like to like combine into this. We don't talk makeup all the time, but she's wearing a red lip. And her hair is straight, but with kind of like a heavy bang, a little bit side swept. So I think like I think we could see evolutions of this um, outfit. We've talked about this in the past, kind Mm -hmm. of like making a minor alteration to update this outfit. I do think like denim jackets are kind of timeless, in my opinion. Like you can pair one Mm -hmm. with almost anything and it'd be fine. Um, especially the red lip, I think works is also a timeless element and her hairstyle. I think you could also see when I could see someone having that exact same hairstyle now. I tell you, like, this is an outfit that a girl, um, would wear to apple picking with her boyfriend of three months. Um, yes, with like a boot, like maybe like a combat boot or like a knee boot. She was wearing a combat boot. Oh, good. I I couldn't get a screenshot of her like feet. So I'm happy you said that because I just know she totally was. This is uh, 100%. This is like, hey, Kyle, this is our like sixth date. Let's go apple picking because that's so romantic Mm -hmm. and, you know, very Instagram worthy. Then we're going to pick a pumpkin at the pumpkin patch and selfies then, all the time <laughs> taking selfies and like your your caption is like um you know like happy as a, as like an apple or whatever i don't know or like picking a pumpkin with picking, the boo or something uh, yeah 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 so yeah. this is this is uh oh no picking a pumpkin with my pumpkin Yes, yes, yes. That's Something it. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. And and then you go on the same date because you want to make it a tradition for the next <laughs> like three years until ultimately like the guy's like, no more. I hate apple picking. Yeah. No more. Like this is definitely. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are going to be seen by this reading commentary. Like that is so absolutely true. Like this is that's what I'm saying. This is a classic outfit. This is like a classic yeah. date outfit, like a casual, mm-hmm. more casual like date outfit. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I love it. I especially love how she like cuffed the jacket. I think mm-hmm. that looks great because it allows like yeah. the plaid sleeve to be exposed. Mm-hmm. Um, So Tracy, Stacy, whatever your name is. Great job putting together your outfit. Hey, did we talk about the Rottweiler? We didn't, but there is a rot like a random Rottweiler. <laughs> yeah, a little nasty, a little nasty. Like he's but, supposed to be threatening, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, wearing like a very like fancy like metal metallic jeweled collar. So yeah, I feel like he's like that classic dog villain that has like the spiked collar in every <laughs> yeah. cartoon there was. Yeah, yeah. But you um, know, we yeah, like dogs. That was great. Of course, we love dogs. We love dogs here. Um, 
And last up, kind of like more of an honorable mention, but I felt the need to throw it in. Um, we I did another mention of Feeney here. This is Ooh. like his babysitting outfit because I feel like so he's wearing like a khaki colored pant um, with like a button down. I think it's like a plaid color um, underneath and then like a grandpa like an emerald or for, maybe forest green, I would say, um, mm-hmm. cardigan over top. And I think this is kind of a classic outfit for like an older gentleman. Yeah, yeah. Grand, grand, uh, grandpa chic. Yes. Um, so I actually like this one. So I thought that was a good third pick for this category. Yeah. It. Um, so good pick. I mean, I love seeing a Feeny representation, of course, mm-hmm. but... It has to be said, I mean, I think this is the best Alan has, like, ever looked mm-hmm. the whole entire series. So I am giving it to Mr. Alan Matthews for his, like, zaddy gear. Uh, oof, it looks so good. And yeah, he, he is. His and zaddy, he knows it too. His zaddiness is off the charts in, charts oh, in yeah. this episode. So the zaddiest he's ever looked. The saddest he's ever looked. Yes. So congratulations, Amy and Alan, the iconic pairing. You have won both the you shut out Rachel Green Award and Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness. You know, it it, um, you know, they are a good looking couple and Mm -hmm. they have the fashion to back it up at times. Yes, 100 percent. Looks Mm -hmm. great. Love them as a couple, so we're mm-hmm. happy to see it. Yes, yes, yes. Awesome. So, um, that about covers that episode. I thought it was a good episode. We didn't have like any classroom time. We saw them no. in the cafeteria, but that was it. Which is refreshing. Like, you yes. know, we we're kind of getting to this like same model, like open up in school, like it's shenanigans with Minkus, like yeah yada 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 like it was refreshing to have like no time at school Mm -hmm. and in the classroom we still got beanie we still got like shenanigans yeah um obviously we missed topanga but um it's nice to um it's absolutely nice to kind of change up the the format and the the normal and the normal uh routine yes and i agree i think that also, this episode, like while Corey and Sean did something bad and like it was there, the main thing was what Eric was doing because what he's doing is like much worse, right? Oh, so yeah. it's kind of nice to change it up in that way as well mm-hmm. and have Feeney there, but like in a more comedic sense, I think. Like he's always funny, yes. but like he definitely got to play around a bit more. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which is he- fun. And I love like the him and Morgan scenes were funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so that and was great. Like, sorry, there wasn't as much of his like a slap in your face moral, you know, yes. like obviously it taught like a lesson, but it wasn't like, here's our lesson for the day. It don't- was very obvious what the lesson was. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't drive yeah, without yeah. a license. Yeah, there, we didn't we did not need a metaphor today, Feeney. Thank you exactly. very much. Nothing to uh, decode this time around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought this one was great. I look forward to what we have next. We're up to season one, episode 19. And I think I looked. I'm pretty sure there were only 22 episodes in season yeah. one. So, yeah, we are like barreling down. We should talk offline, too, on whether we want to do like go right in 
into season two or have like a season one wrap up mm. before we start season two. Yeah. Because um, we can kind of, the thing I'm kind of thinking is like, do we go back and find out like who's the leaderboard for our like fashion awards? Yeah. Um, Might be kind of fun and then kind yeah. of predict based off I our think, memory, like where we're going. Yeah. I think we'll definitely do some sort of end of uh, season wrap up. Mm-hmm. Um, Next episode is like such kind of like for once again, like a very memorable episode. It's season one, episode 19, Kids Gloves. Um, I don't know if you know this one, but I do. And I'm now that you say the name, to, I'm fairly certain I remember what it is. Yes. I'm excited to cover it because mm-hmm. it's definitely a standout. Yeah, no, it's going to be it's going to be fun. Looking forward to it. Um, And we mentioned earlier, like we're covering Dawson's Creek now. So you'll have that to look forward to on Mondays. That'll be dropping. So I'm looking forward to talking about the pilot of that as well, because it's going to be really fun knowing that you have no idea what's going on in any of it. So not know <laughs> yeah. what's coming. It's going to be really great. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think it's going to make me cry? Um, I think certain episodes will because good it's a drama show like it does get heavy and it deals with heavier topics so there's one in particular that's not early on um but I think because obviously to cry you need to have like character investment so I think that like you'll get that about that I mean I go on TikTok (laughs) and like some people are like oh my my like dad um has like talked about getting a puppy for a year and I got oh my gosh for Christmas and I saw I'm crying okay so to be fair I downloaded TikTok and the reason I and I always yell at Sarah for being on TikTok and the reason I downloaded TikTok because was because I saw on YouTube like a compilation of Hamilton TikToks and there was one that I wanted to share but I didn't want to share like the whole YouTube video so I had to find this TikTok so Mm -hmm. It's the one, I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know if you've seen any Hamilton TikToks, but it's the one, it's a common, I don't know what they call this. It's a common like sound drop where it's like a girl giggling and then she goes, wow. Like, have you seen that? No. No, I I haven't seen it, but you But do you know like that clip though? Do you know that like sound clip? Not until the only time was um, when you showed me it, showed me the TikTok. It's so funny. And so then, of course, I got like Will and I spent like an hour just looking at TikToks one night and we were just like showing each other them. And like my top three like favorite sound drops are that one, like the one. Um, I love obviously anything with dogs, but there's one where it's like uh, it's a sound drop with any time a dog has like a stick and it's like, I got a big stick. And it's like always a dog with like an obnoxious, like a tree branch, essentially running around. Yeah. Um, that one is very funny to me. And then there's one that Will cracks up so much that I like have to show him every time I find one. And it's a sound drop where like usually it's two animals, usually dogs. And it's like, hey, hey, what's your name? And the other dog's like, Tony. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I've seen that one. I like yeah. That and he's one. like, fuck you, Tony. And it's like <laughs> yeah, the so- funniest thing. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that one. I've seen that one. Mm-hmm. Um. So and now she's gone, guys. We've lost her forever. I mean, Never honestly, I don't. The, the trick is you can't put the app on like the front screen of like your phone. So if I have to like dig into my apps to go find it, I won't spend that much time on it. That's the trick. Mm, people. Maybe I need to hide it better. Yeah. You need to put it's, it in a spot so that you don't. Of, yeah. of course, it's just not in my like 
habit of like Twitter, Instagram, like those yeah. Discord, like those places to go first. So yeah. I don't spend too much time on it, but I do think there are some really great like Hamilton ones, honestly. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, um, <laughs> that's what I've been up to. Also, we haven't talked about it because what? we released our Christmas, like our Christmas special. So we hope you guys uh, enjoyed that. But we haven't like yeah. podcasted since Christmas happened. So how was your, let the listeners know, how was your Christmas? Did you get anything that you want to share? Like anything crazy or good or? I mean, yeah, it was a great Christmas. But literally now I want, all I want to do is like talk about brick TikTok. But... <laughs> Okay, you go talk about brick TikTok and no, then I go can't. into Christmas. I can't. I can't. Um, <laughs> uh, gosh, brick TikTok. Okay, Christmas. It was fine. I mean, was it as good as figuring out why some guy's job is taking very organized stacks of bricks and moving it to mountains of unorganized piles of brick? No. I mean, I think that's the best gift out of all. Of all. Can you imagine, though, living your life, um, doing a job and having no idea why you do it and don't no. question it? I think that it depends on how much you're getting paid to do it. <laughs> the more said, I get paid, the less I question why. He said it's none of our business how much he gets paid. Well, then it's really I don't know how I would feel then. Because if I'm getting paid a lot of money to not ask questions... As long as it doesn't seem like it's something illegal, then I'm okay. It has to. It has to. I got it. Okay. Christmas. I mean, it was. It was very nice. Um, gift highlights. Uh, I got some new boots, and I Ooh. got um, a really nice blanket, and um, a bunch of like little West Elm goodies, mm-hmm. and. Of course, um, it's West Elm. <laughs> yeah, half half my stuff was from West Elm, but I'm not. I'm not really complaining. Um, and what else? I got the new Obama book, which I'll. Oh, that's great. Yeah, hopefully I'll read it and not just have it as decor. Uh, that's the goal. Yeah, his wife's book is gonna be joined by his <laughs> book as decor. Yeah, I have like all the Obamas books, but I use them as decor. Um, I have yet to read them. Um, so yeah, how about, how about you? Mine was good. Um, it was a quieter Christmas day, just Will Mm -hmm. and I, um, because we were waiting to celebrate with my family outside and it rained a lot Christmas Eve and Christmas. So we did. Um, yeah. So Will and I were home together. Um, he got me, I'm really excited. So he actually just finally was able to get his hands on the PS5. It hasn't arrived yet, but it's on its way next couple days. And so he bought me the Blu-ray version of, um, all the Jurassic World and Jurassic Park movies. Mm -hmm. So we're going to like do a movie marathon. I'm really, really excited about that. Oh, how exciting. Um, well, as I feel like if you're going to get a movie in Blu-ray, like dinosaurs are definitely kind of like a necessity. So um, he got me that. He got me a Jurassic World game that we played on Christmas. That was a lot of fun. A lot of dinosaurs um, in our lives. And I feel like <laughs> I'm the reason why dinosaurs blew up for you. I think it, you might be. I think it's really funny when I opened things and they had a lot of dinosaurs on them. And then unfortunately, I had gotten gotten him something dinosaur themed, but Old Navy sucks and yeah. it didn't arrive. I got him these super cute boxer briefs that had dinosaurs with Santa hats. And Old Navy, first of all, was delayed. And then when I yeah. actually got the package, I was missing two things. And one of which was that. So Is it coming? 
or no? No, they just they did a refund, which I'm upset oh, about. That's but annoying. To be fair, when I called them, I got straight through and I was not on hold at all. So props to you on that, old Navy. All I guess. right. Well, we'll give um, you that. It was very easy to get the to refund. But yeah, so that was kind of funny. Um, and then yesterday, the day after Christmas, we went to my parents' house and we sat outside, socially distanced around a fire and we opened presents with each other. It was like a weird Christmas, but kind of par for the course of 2020, honestly. And I was happy. I'm privileged just to be able to see them at all. Um, very true. So, that was really nice. And the dogs, oh my goodness, because we had gotten so much rain. So we did have two feet of snow and then the rain came and melted it all. So there was hardly any snow on the ground and the dogs were just covered in mud. So oh much gosh. so that I had to <laughs> like wash Winston. He had to get a bath when we got home. Um, Poor little we had bean. a great time. Dirty, yeah. dirty little thing. And then of course, like it was muddy and then it like froze. So I couldn't yeah. even like like clean him off before we left but luckily we have one of those mat things that covers the seats but yeah yeah um so anyway it was really fun it was a good Christmas considering the circumstances um I hope everybody else enjoyed their holidays and was able to relax in whatever way that you know whatever way that is for you yeah and when this comes out um I it's New Year's Eve so Mm -hmm. I hope that whatever you guys are up to I know yeah, I, I, hopefully you're not like hanging out uh, at a bar or anything crazy. But I hope yeah. that even if that's not what your New Year's uh, looks like this year, hope that you find your own fun in whatever yeah. safe way you choose to do so. Yeah, it, um, it, it's always cheaper to drink at home anyway. So if that's what you want to do, then mm-hmm. <laughs> at, least, at least you're already home and you don't have to worry about transportation. Would you usually go out on yeah. New Year's Eve? Our New Year's tradition for the past, I don't even know, five years maybe, maybe more. Um, we usually go to my best friend's house on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve. She, or excuse me, New Year's Eve. She loves New Year's Eve. It is like her favorite holiday. Really? And so she would always throw a very small party, like 10 of us, yeah. maybe tops. Um, mm-hmm. And we'd play games and drink and, you know, watch the ball drop and, and all of that. Obviously, we're not doing that this year. Um, but Will will be home. I'll be home. So I'm thankful that at least we're both off of work and can hang out together and celebrate in whatever way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be nice. Um, but yeah, obviously everything's a little bit different this year, but vaccines are coming out. So yeah. fingers crossed. Yeah. On to newer and better and brighter 2021. Yes, exactly. Um, so you have Dawson's Creek to look forward to hearing from us about. And then obviously the next episode of Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. Um, all the social meds are as always at shit90spod, Twitter, Insta, and shit90spod at gmail.com. Um, so hit us up. We have questions, threads going up for all of our uh, episodes. And then let me think. Any other plugs we have going on? I'm still on community building. Oh, and um, – Will and I just did a podcast, um, the Ladder Movie podcast with Zach and Brendan. That just went up. We watched and talked about Mixed Nuts, which is a Christmas movie with, um, what's his name? Steve Martin. Have you ever seen that, Sarah? No, I haven't. No. It's really strange. Like, it's very, I think it's from the 80s, uh, maybe the oh. 90s. Actually, it's 90s, I think. Oh, okay. It's from the 90s. It is such a weird movie I had never seen it but if you want to hear us talk about that on the latter movie podcast definitely give that a listen if you're still in the Christmas spirit it was fun Hmm. yeah well you know 
It was part of our vows when we became BFFs that I will listen to every one of your podcasts. <laughs> um, so I guess I have to. Yeah, now you have to. It was a good. It's a good listen. It's a. It's a funny uh, conversation. Will and I talk about whether or not it's weird to kiss with your eyes open. So <laughs> the answer is yeah. It's pretty weird. <laughs> That's, that is his opinion as well. Yeah. It's weird to like make out with your eyes open, but if it's just like yeah. a peck, then it's fine. Why am I gonna waste time closing my eyes? Anyway. <laughs> Alrighty, yeah. Um uh yeah, let, let on to bigger and better. <laughs> how, we, how are you trying to transition out of this? Um Yeah, no, we, there's none. No, check it out. Check out that podcast. I'm really excited that you got to get on that with um the the latter folks. Yes. And um yeah, I have nothing to plug because I uh, you dedicate I'm, all your time to me and me only, and that's it. <laughs> I suppose so. And that's about it. If you are too kind and would like to give us a late Christmas gift, please rate us a five-star review on iTunes. That's what um, I have to share. That's it. Awesome. I yeah. agree. All righty, guys. Happy New Year. Bye, guys. Talk to you next time. <laughs>